Hi, this is Stacey Udishiva, and you're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Hello! You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a podcast editor with the Daily Emerald. With me here in the studio is Stacey Udishiva, and that means it's another episode of Stacey Versus! Yay! So, for those who don't know, Stacy Versus is a series we do in which Stacy watches a sci-fi movie mm-hmm. and gives her thoughts. Yep. So, Pretty today, much it. <laughs> what are we watching? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Stacy Versus, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I love it. Should I introduce myself? Do it. Hi, I'm Stacy. I'm an illustrator, designer at the Emerald, and I love sci-fi movies. So Emerson and I, we kind of geek out about them, I guess. Or more like criticize them. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're doing Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them because tonight, Thursday, February 23rd at 8.30 p.m., you can watch it since Ducks After Dark is showing the movie in the EMU's Redwood Auditorium. Well, if you're on campus. If you're on campus at the University of Oregon. <laughs> Stacy, do you like Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. I am a Hufflepuff and I have the Pottermore account and I read all books in Russian and in English. Oh, nice. And I watched all movies, so definitely a fan. Two things. You got sorted into Hufflepuff, which is the same house that Newt Scamander got into. Yes. <laughs> and Cedric Diggory. Nice. The real heroes of the story. Um, well, it's funny because the original Pottermore, I got into Ravenclaw, but then I forgot my passport. Uh, passport. Then I forgot my password. Passport. <laughs> <laughs> then I forgot my password, and I couldn't get in, so I had to get sorted again, and I got into Hufflepuff. And I remember I was telling my friends, like, oh, I'm a Ravenclaw, like, I'm the smart one, or whatever. And everyone was like, no, you're a softie, you're more of a Hufflepuff. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then I got sorted into Hufflepuff, but I kind of accepted that. They're pretty cool. So you read all of Harry Potter in Russian as well. Mm-hmm. I almost bought the Harry one of the Harry Potter books in Russian when I was in Latvia two years ago, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, so you you read them first in Russian? I read them first in English because mm-hmm. I was obsessed with English, and then I read them in Russian. And it was it was weird. I guess the names are a little bit different. Like Hermione, you would pronounce it Gidmiona in Russian. Say so that slightly Gidmiona. <laughs> slightly <laughs> Is Granger different. the same? Granger. How do you say Harry Potter? Gary Potter. How do you say Ron Weasley? Ron Weasley. How do you say Luna Lovegood? <laughs> Palumna Lovegood. I like that. <laughs> it's slightly different. Like, it, we don't say... I don't know why it's not Luna. They could have just said... Lu- well, Luna means moon Okay. In, in Russian, so that's probably why they, they just renamed her. So. I'm curious, how, how do you say Albus Dumbledore? Albus Dumbledore. Because Dumbledore means bumblebee in Old English. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's just Dumbledore. Let's get focused. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yes. Did you like it? Uh, when I first watched it in... Whenever it came out, I forget. December. November. December. Or no, sorry, November. It was. I watched it back-to-back with Doctor Strange, and I remember Doctor Strange kind of overshadowing it, to be honest. But uh, I loved it. I thought it was good. Solid. But the second time I watched it, I couldn't finish it. Because <laughs> I that knew was what today. was going to happen. Yeah, that's today. <laughs> So, J.K. Rowling wrote the script. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the first in a series of five. Five? I thought it was a trilogy. 
five. Okay, that's exciting. Well, and that kind of makes sense, too, because it's not, like, the most exciting movie, so it makes sense for it to be, like, okay, we're starting here, so... Right. That's why it felt like when when you're watching it, you can tell they're planning out a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of world building. <laughs> they're planting a lot of seeds. Yeah. You know, and it's based on a manual that's only like 120 pages. Mm-hmm. I mean, they split Deathly Hollows into two movies. Yeah. But that's a big book. <laughs> anyway, so it takes place in 1926. Mm-hmm. This is 70 years before the Harry Potter mm-hmm. saga begins. I thought it was nice that it gives a context... Of how the whole magic, like, wizard world was happening here in the U.S. Because we never really hear about that in the books. It's always, you know, muggles and whatever. And here there's, it's no, no mage. Yeah. And what, they have a ministry too, right? Some, I forget what it's called. Some Congress or whatever. I don't know. Something. Magical um, Congress of the United States of America. Yeah, very American sounding. Yeah, there we go. Very American sounding. Yes. So, and I mean, they're just as much of a dick. in Russian? I think it's probably (laughs) the same. Just kidding. But yeah, they're kind of similar to the, what's it called again? Wizard? The Ministry. No, the Ministry of Magic. Ministry of Magic? Yeah. In Order of the Phoenix? Yeah. They're just, they're kind of being dicks to everyone so yeah it's all about the authorities mm-hmm. being i guess it kind of makes sense being the best kills <laughs> came out at the right time do you have a favorite character i mean Eddie redmayne is hot so he was just naturally my favorite character before i even watched the movie yeah he was um, really hot when he was stephen hawking <laughs> well in the beginning he was yes no no, no. <laughs> like toward the end just kidding. <laughs> he was. Me. <laughs> he was. Re- he was. He's a really good actor. He that is. was. That was some great acting right there. But um, I thought he did a really like. That's what I imagined Newt's commander to be like. Kind of like sassy. I don't know. He just kind of like in his own bubble. Yeah, I liked how he was much better with the animals than he was with any of the human characters. Yeah, it's like me and the cats. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in him. That's that's why I could relate. <laughs> and there were like activist plot lines. Like it had like an mm-hmm. undertone of political. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, and it also makes sense with the I guess historical context because I feel like the U.S. has always been very activist since it started. <laughs> and I guess I mean, like I said, it came out at the right time because it reminds me of what's happening right now too, protests and whatnot. So. True. My roommate said it was after he saw it, he came home and he was like, that was the most woke of all of the Harry Potter movies. Really? Yeah. Okay, I would not say so. <laughs> it is the first non... Not Harry Potter? Yeah. Like, it's it's another, it's an extension of the wizarding world, but it's I think, a new narrative. Well, they mention Albus Dumbledore in there, too. So I, it kind of connects. Like, that's why I'm waiting for the rest of them to figure out. And the whole Lita, Leta Lestrange, I don't really know how to pronounce her name. That whole story, because she's related to the Lestranges and right. those guys. And how, you know, what happened to them. What was the name of the girl that Newt meets at Hogwarts? Leta, right? Leta, You just yeah. said that. <laughs> um, but in the manual, it has, like, in, in the Fantastic Beasts handbook it has that little like author's bio that says he marries porpetina um, oh yeah i think they i think they mention a tina in the movie at some point mm-hmm. well tina was the girl in new york like Catherine waterson's character yeah nice. the obsessed like with like the former you know whatever the i We're don't know how to, yeah <laughs> we are um like she used to work at the magic ministry of magic yep that and she got fired because she did. She got too obsessed with it, 
finding bad wizards and stuff. So then she was the one spying on Newt in the beginning of the movie. So. Right. And she was, and then I think he gave her something. Every, oh, he told her he's going to send her a copy of his book at the end. And then he's like, you can come too, to England. Or maybe, wait, vice versa. I think it was, <laughs> I think he said he's going to come back to New York. Either way, they said they're going to meet. And I was like, oh my God, it's totally going to be like a love story here. And then I Googled it and I found out that they got married at the end. So I kind of spoiled it for myself and for you guys. Spoiler alert. Yeah, don't listen to these podcasts if you haven't seen the movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, li- Leto Lestrange was kind of a dick to him, too. True. So they get married, and then their grandson, Rolf Scamander, marries Luna Lovegood. What? Yeah. Okay. He's also got, like, that curiosity. Wow. You know? That's cool. Yeah. And I kind of want to know if Jacob and Queenie, you know keep going or whatever i mean i know that she erased his memory but then at the end he got something i forget what it was a bakery well he finally got a bakery but he started making like his pastries in shapes of those beasts because he was like unconsciously reminded of all the beasts (laughs) oh and then she came back right she came into the bakery at the end yeah so and that's i want to know like if yeah that i mean they never really explained it i thought it was such a cute love story because jacob is like such a regular like american dude and she was like, you're the only one. And I'm like, what? Like, you can do so much better, girl. So, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Like, and it was really humorous, too, because he, he added that, like, humor to it. And then that also reminds me of the scene where Newt was doing the mating dance with that huge, I forget what it's called, the big animal, the beast. Yeah. In Central Park. That was crazy. And they, they actually did that on, I think, Jimmy Kimmel or something. He did it live. He, like, performed that <laughs> dance. So, it's pretty great. Did you have a favorite of the beasts? Oh, I like the one that collects all the shiny things. Yeah, I like that money-grabbing little mm-hmm. rodent marmot. Yeah. Let's see, what other beasts are there? There's a bunch. Yeah, no, there are a lot. What an incredibly visualized world. Like, as far as if this is really the first of five installments, this is pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially because they kind of give you a backstory for each beast as well. I just remember there's one that can see couple seconds in the future that's really cool yeah like i want to be that beast (laughs) to know what's going to happen yeah i related to the one that was grabbing all the money um (laughs) i mean he really caused them all the trouble to be honest also that huge dragon flying thing too do you think this just should have been called pokemon go kind of yeah i have never seen pokemon so i like just found out what the concept yeah (laughs) yeah it, it kind of felt like that yeah but it was funny because when I went to see it, I was sitting next to this really old couple. And I don't think they knew what was going on, like what they went to see. And they like kept asking each other, like, what's going on? But n- neither of them knew what was happening. I thought it was, <laughs> especially with all the beasts coming out. They thought it was the Pokemon movie. <laughs> what did you think of the reveal of Grindelwald at the end? Oh, yeah. No, I knew that was, that was him. Okay, so even in the, the very beginning of the movie, when they show him and him killing everybody and then all those newspapers and then he's gone wow you know (laughs) i knew i was like okay we're gonna see him in this movie because this is foreshadowing and then when he kind of walks up and he looks at all the ruins or whatever in the middle of the city and he has this like haircut i'm like nobody has that kind of haircut in 1920s like he's definitely a shady dude yeah colin farrell's character (laughs) they have like the same hairstyle and it's like yeah it's not inconspicuous i mean honestly newt's character but he's british so i guess he was standing out (laughs) anyway would you recommend it i would if you've never seen it okay 
But I would probably rewatch it like a year after, like before the next one comes out. Right. Because when I was watching it today, I was like, okay, I know exactly what's going to happen. It's pretty boring. So and I'm waiting for the next ones. I think as a universe, like it's it's just going to be another franchise. Yeah, it's just going to become more and more developed. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Marvel. They're setting it out like with all the little details. And then I remember, I, I think with like the last movie, fifth one, you'll just go back to the first one. You're like, I knew. Yeah, I'm sure in the next yeah. few, like, we're going to see baby Voldemort at some point. Probably going to yeah. see Yeah, because, like, Dumbledore what happened to him? Like, why did point? he just turn so... Well, I guess it's been a while since I watched Harry Potter. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but it was a nice, like, reminder... Not reminder, but, like, coming back into the universe. Yeah. Because in 2012, when it all ended, I was like, wow, this sucks. Yeah. And then when that came out, that was really nice. When do you think they're going to remake the Harry Potter movies? <laughs> uh... If they do, I'll never just, really just guess. Just pick a year. Year, two thousand forty. Two thousand forty. I don't know. It's a wild guess, but I just imagine myself being like a grandma with like, I don't know, just like talking to my grandkids, like, "Oh, I've seen the original," and they'll just call those classics. <laughs> Nobody will watch gonna those. Go back into old the school. <laughs> you're just gonna lean over to your spouse and be like, "What's going on?" <laughs> But you know where we're going to be in 2040? We're going to be recording another Stacy Versus for those Harry <laughs> Potter remakes. Will do. You want to sign off? Yeah. Um, I just want to say you guys can check out... Don't plug your the... YouTube channel. No. <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, go to the Daily Emerald website to the podcast section. Yeah, right on. Yeah, you, that's what you I was going to say. read the sign off script. <laughs> I was going to say, you can... T- you can Listen to more of these later because I know we kind of, it's like two months apart when we did these two episodes of Stacey Versus, but I'll, we'll do more sci-fi movies because there's Guardians of the Galaxy, Wonder Woman. There's a bunch of movies coming out. A bunch out. of Marvel movies coming out that I'm sure <laughs> we will force Stacey and to watch I, and I review also, for us. <laughs> I haven't seen The Arrival yet and I really want to do a, a review Let's of that. Let's do Arrival. All right. Next All time. Right. <laughs> you know, Oscars are next week. Maybe we'll do Arrival. Yep. If you'd like to recommend a movie for Stacy to watch next, you can leave a comment or tweet at me. Yeah. At Stacy from Russia. At Stacy from Russia. That's... Or Emerson. Yeah. Or at Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have time for today. My Yay. name is Emerson Malone. My name is Stacy Yudishiva. And this is Stacy versus Never Forget. Uh, if you want to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Or you can listen to these episodes right on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Yay. Thanks for listening.